Hello again. Ah, tis yourself. Hello. How are you going? How are you getting on? Welcome back to the Rathpeakin Ramblers podcast. It's been a while, guys. We've all been busy. It's not just me. It's you too. Haven't heard from you at all. No, I'm just kidding. Welcome back. Um, pleasure to have you back here. I hope that you're getting on well, getting on okay with everything going on, and that the news of more restrictions or extensions of restrictions are not bringing you down. I hope that you've come here looking for solace, looking for a bit of uplifting comfort, and I'm going to provide that for you. So I had an idea a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week, that I wanted to do some interviews with some creative people from around the world. It would help me get my interviewing skills up. It would also give some people who are starting out or looking to broaden their audience, even in such a small way as to use my podcast, um, give them a little helping hand as well. So over the next few weeks, months, however many people want to do it, um, I'm going to be releasing a couple of episodes a week of interviews of different people from all over the world, from Ireland, England. And our first interviewee, our first episode of this new series is from Finland. Joanna, who goes by Joem is her music name, her singing or her our singer's name, is a singer songwriter from Finland and she and I talked about how she got into writing songs, the challenges she faces as an independent artist and her obsession with Ireland. She is actually obsessed with Ireland. She didn't just slide into my DMs, she is actually obsessed with Ireland. Um, So we actually struck up a deal where she will come to Ireland to perform and I'm going to host my first live podcast in Finland someday when everything goes back to normal. So anyways, Without further ado, enjoy this interview with this brilliantly talented lady and have a great and safe weekend. Here, as always, is Rusty Gray bringing us in. You know the food for your soul, gotta feed your mind. You gotta know if you eating right. Gotta put yourself first, yes, let's address this. But while we're here, let's have a second breakfast. Welcome, everybody, to um, the first episode in a while of the Red Peak and Ramblers podcast. I am absolutely delighted to introduce Joem to you. Joem, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Kian. Thank you so much. I'm really pleased to be here. Oh, thanks for thanks for joining me. You know, this is brilliant. Um, Joem has a lot of a lot of great songs on Spotify. The most recent one, Copper Ground, was released a couple, was it last month it was released or a couple of months ago? It was on the 22nd of January. Yeah, oh, that's brilliant sound. Yeah, that but anyways, would be cool. <laughs> we'll get to the uh, we'll get to the music in a while. But uh, Joanne, why don't you tell me, Joanna? Sorry, I did using your music name, but Joanna, why don't you tell us? Um, it's okay. It's okay. Okay, so my name is Joanne. That's my artist name. My real name is Joanna, but but you can by all means call me Joanne. And I'm a Finnish singer songwriter. I'm 26 years old, so I guess I'm the same age as you. Yep. and um, I actually started out as a saxophone player that was my passion for the longest time I started when I was a teen about 13 or 14 years old and and then I really thought during high school and stuff that I would become like a pro saxophone player that was my thing but um, life took me to a different path completely when I couldn't physically play anymore um, I went through a three-year period of um, chronic neuropathic pain in the arms. Oh, wow. And so that's why I had to stop playing. That kind of drove me to writing songs and, and then discovering 
that I actually really want to do this, like write my own songs and sing them and use my own voice and not just an instrument in front of me. But that the interesting thing was that it, it was actually a secret dream of mine when I was a kid, I wanted to be a singer, but it was something I didn't have the courage to explore, not before I sort of had to, because, you know, I couldn't use my arms for a long time. And um, so, yeah, now I'm writing songs, singing, um, doing all kinds of creative stuff and trying to, you know, expand on that. And I've studied English as well mm -hmm. uh, in the University of Helsinki. And um, I'm super passionate about languages and literature and all kinds of artistic stuff. So uh, really, honestly, I'm just trying to, you know, figure out my path here on Earth. <laughs> yeah. And I really want to spend my time here that I have creating stuff. That's my passion. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that about um, the, the sex one. Did that take a toll on you mentally as well, like not being able to? Oh, absolutely. Of course yeah. it did. It did, yeah. When it started out as a, like a repetitive strain injury thing, that's pretty common among instrumentalists. Mm -hmm. So at first you didn't even think that it would take such a long time to get rid of or you, you you would think that okay i'll just rest and let my hands be and then it'll, it'll go away but it didn't work that way it did not work that way because the pain kind of got stuck like my brain was like keeping the pain stuck and and going like even there even if there wasn't anything physical that would threat be threatening to me this is kind of hard to explain, but because it goes into neuroscience and all this interesting stuff that I had to learn during that uh, three-year period. But it's actually really fascinating um, learning about pain in general, how it works in the brain and how we can't feel pain without the brain deciding that, okay, you need this pain for whatever reason. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a structural or a tissue damage thing. Like that's, that's the problem with um, chronic pain in general, but yeah, mental, mentally, it was really, really tough. And I remember getting really depressed at the end, of course, like that's normal. You can't do, do the thing that you thought you would basically be doing for the rest of your life. Yeah. And not just that, but like basic things like writing and using your hands, because obviously we use our hands for a lot of things. And then suddenly I noticed like everything hurts, like holding my phone hurts, typing hurts, cooking hurts, everything hurts. So it takes a huge toll on you. Obviously it does. And yeah, depression was a huge thing. And I started getting panic attacks for the first time in my life. Oh. It was, it, it was a, it was a tough ride. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. can, I can say that for sure, but I think it was also necessary for me to re uh, really realize that I wasn't really being honest with myself about what I really want to do and who I really am. And I was pushing this saxophone thing. I'm, I mean, I loved playing, but deep down, honestly, I really wanted to sing and use my own voice and create my own thing. And I was too scared to do that. And being a really 
perfectionistic type A kind of person that I am, I just really, really pushed myself in a direction that wasn't right for me and my body just could not take it anymore. So yeah. that's how the stop kind of, that's how I had to stop. Yeah. And it is an ongoing lesson for, for sure. I'm, I'm not like cleared in the sense that I, sometimes I still get hung up with my perfectionistic tendencies and, and with this pushing and striving, but, but yeah, it's been an interesting journey so far. Yeah, definitely. Jeez, that sounds incredibly tough to have that taken away from you. But as you said, I suppose, I don't want to say that pain is necessary, but you know that it was necessary for you to get to this stage. And did you yeah. use, you know, now that you're here, like, have you used like your songwriting and music? Did you use that as an, a, way, a way of coping kind of at the start? Absolutely. I think so. It And, and it continues to be a coping thing. Like you, you use writing as a way of processing everything in your life, basically. So definitely, yeah. And it gave me hope that there's something I can actually do still or get better at. And, and I found out that writing and making music of my own is actually the one thing I really, really want to do. Yeah, uh, well, to be honest, I love your music. I've only started listening to it in the last couple of months because we connected on Instagram, but yeah, you're our fantastic. That was writer. really random, by the way. I think this is interesting to tell, like how I came across your profile on Instagram. That was the randomest thing. I actually don't know. <laughs> and, how, and how did you come across my profile? <laughs> I think I think I was looking through um, some of the profiles I was following and who were following them as well. And I think you are following one of one of the music blogs that I was following as well. Okay. So that's how I came across your profile. And, and, and I'm just a curious person. So I <laughs> checked everyone out. And um, then I then I looked at one of your videos. I think it was I think it was like you speaking for this podcast of yours. And, and then I thought it was just really funny. And I loved your accent because I'm I have a I have a really really weird obsession with Ireland. It's not something I just came up with to <laughs> to to be nice. But um yeah, and your accent was really, really, really endearing. So and then I commented on one of our videos and then I don't I think I sent you like a message like could you like share my song or something and that's how we connected yeah but it was really random because now I'm like sitting here talking to you and that's that's really cool <laughs> this is really cool I mean this is I'm glad you reached out and thank you for all the compliments about my voice I am, oh uh, no problem <laughs> I'm very very oh, you deserve them. Going to be very very <laughs> 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 Um, uh, <laughs> but no, this is really yeah. cool. And uh, yeah, it's great to, you know, I suppose, especially in these times, you know, we're all kind of stuck indoors with restrictions yeah. and stuff. Um, it's mm. great to be able to talk to other people from, like, from across the world. You know, this is fantastic. Exactly. I've talked, a few people have talked to me, um, I've said this to me, I've seen it on Twitter and stuff about your creativity spiking in lockdown. I know it's not the same for everybody but because we're kind of forced to be inside and you know we might have had time off work and stuff like for me this last year this podcast started because I was inside I was you know I, I wasn't going out 
I was like, I, I better yeah. do something. How have you found? Did you find that for yourself, or how did you? How have you found it? Well, in a way, yes, but it has fluctuated a lot. Like mm. there have been a weeks and months that I've felt like I can't do anything. Like <laughs> no ideas coming up, nothing. Like I just feel really sucky. <laughs> but um, some months and some like phases during this past year, it has it has felt like I've had a lot more ideas that I want to explore and these past two months i would say i've been i've been feeling pretty inspired yeah so it just for me was a question of getting the momentum going and yeah. you know acting on one idea and then it leads to another one and then you know it kind of starts flowing so that's what i've been feeling these past two months and and of course I released a song a month ago, so I had to work on that. And and now I'm working on a new song that I'm going to release hopefully soon, before summer, preferably. <laughs> so of course I'll have to like stay inspired. But there are a few things that I do daily to keep me as inspired as possible. Okay. But of course it's natural that we don't always feel inspired. And if we're staying at home, it feels kind of, it's the opposite of inspiring, just looking at four walls. And at a certain point, like you can't watch Netflix anymore and you can't do certain things anymore. It's just terrible. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Um, so what are you working on? What's the next thing you're working on, you were saying? I'm working on a few songs actually, but the next release that I have in mind is in the works and it's almost finished but i'm trying to find someone to feature in it with me there's a okay. there's a part for a rapper possibly and okay. that would be really cool to have someone in it and do a, a sort of a collaboration in that sense and one of my um goals for this year is actually is to do more international collaborations so hopefully that'll get going and and i'll get to release the song soon <laughs> Okay, well, I have, I don't know if you've heard the intro music to this podcast, but it's done by my, my cousin, Rusty Gray. He's a fantastic rapper in uh, America, and he'll be delighted. I'll, I'll, I'll see if he's free. I'll see. Oh, <laughs> I'll yeah, give... you would definitely have to, have to ask him. <laughs> so you just mentioned there about the things you do to stay inspired and creative daily. Can you tell me one or two of those things? Or, or... Oh, sure. Sure, absolutely. Um, so these are kind of like routine things that I do, especially in the morning. I write a lot in the morning. Like the morning is the perfect time to write down whatever bullshit that comes up. <laughs> it, doesn't, it does not matter what you write down. The point is that you write for, for me it's like three pages because it, it's a concept that I learned from Julia Cameron. She's an author um, and a writer. And um, she has this thing called um, morning pages, which is basically three pages of longhand writing in the morning before you do pretty much anything else. So you're sort of in that have dream state, maybe <laughs> uh, still. So it, it, it's a bit different writing in the morning than it would be during the day or um, towards the evening. And um, that's one thing that I do and it's really nice. Sometimes my imagination just really wakes up during that time and I'm start writing just 
weird stories or things that come up and they often inspire me to write a song mm. or do something else create something and so so that's one thing definitely one thing that i i've kept going and i've seen a lot of ideas come through this while doing this um for the past six months i've been really consistent with it and it really has like brought a lot of clarity mm -hmm. as to what i really want to create and inspired me in that sense that ideas come up that you probably wouldn't think of without this you know without this techniques or so to speak and then daily practice like practicing singing that that inspires me as well so it feels like i'm actually working on this thing singing that's for me whatever it is for other people um it's important that we sort of keep the momentum going and and walks outside definitely one thing that i have to do we keep inside and we watch screens all day long and it's just it's it's draining it's definitely draining so we need to get outside <laughs> at least for me i i get this terrible headache like behind my eyes i don't know if you've had this like if you watch a screen for too long look at it like really intensely and then you get this pain behind your eyes and you're like i can't do anything now <laughs> that's that's like the moment you have like oh my goodness i have to go outside like asap and you're very active online as well um speaking of being yeah on how do you find that tough or how, how do you you're very good at the like interaction and stuff and your stories your instagram stories are very interactive they're brilliant right? yeah <laughs> thanks really that's, that's really nice because the, the interesting thing is i used to suck i used to suck it so you know in social media in general it was because i'm not I, i'm an introvert i'm re really i'm an introvert more than i'm an extrovert and i've never felt like i'm popular in the sense that it's easy to easy to like talk to people and stuff i'm not shy but but you know I'm, i'm just like i like to keep to myself so even in social media i had to learn and i'm still learning how to do it mm -hmm. <laughs> so i've just you know i've looked at people who are good at it and i'm uh, for the past few years i've just tried things out honestly and now i feel like i'm getting somewhere <laughs> and i've learned how to be social there because it's social media so that's like the point that you are being social and yeah. and talking to people and not just like posting pictures and now oh, and that's just it like here's a pretty picture of me <laughs> and then you do nothing like this it, that's not yeah. the point yeah, the point yeah. is to <laughs> create connections and and see how many people you can actually connect with and And it's really cool to find people that have um, a lot of things in common with you. Like that's super cool. Like now I've I've really found quite a few people that I actually do have something in common with, and then we've had like real conversations there. So that that is really cool. And that's how people usually I get interested, like to hear what what my music sounds like. Yeah. And not just me bombing pictures and be like, "Listen to this, listen to this." Yeah. So it's so it's about creating, it's about creating connections. Yeah. So what's it like being 
an independent artist um, in Finland right now and your own personal experience of being an independent artist. Like, you know, yeah. you can, not everybody's going to support you. Not everyone's going to think that you're doing the right thing. What has that been like for you and your career so far and your journey? The first thing that I have to talk about is, is the language I've cho- chosen. Like here in Finland, it's a, it's a weird thing because most Finnish people um, speak English pretty well and they understand English because we're not using, like we're not dubbing films and stuff. So we get like, we get used to it very quickly. Okay. And, but in the music scene, it's, it's really tough um, making music, writing music in English and, and making it work here like locally okay. I don't know what it is but but I've been told countless countless times that if I did this in Finnish it would be a lot easier and things would like start working a lot faster mm-hmm. so then sometimes I've been thinking like am I self self-sabotaging myself like choosing English over Finnish But the truth is, I've never felt a creative connection to my own language, which is, it might be sad. Like, I don't want it to sound sad because, of course, I love my language. I love my first language. But ever since I was a kid, for some inexplicable reason, I've always been drawn to other languages. And and once I started learning English, I really fell in love with it. And... And for the longest time, I thought that I would become an English teacher because that was the sensible road to take. And um, I remember being like seven years old, sitting in my room, listening to music on CDs like Celine Dion and some some gospel artists at home. And I couldn't understand English back then. But I would sing like in gibberish, trying to... (laughs) trying to like mimic the sounds that I heard so that's my memory my first memory with um like feeling a connection with a language I didn't know back then but now of course I do and so from that point on it's it's just been clear to me that I (laughs) I want to create in English and that's I'm not even trying to explain it to anyone anymore because I don't know how to explain it it's just that's just how it is so yeah it's it's difficult it is really difficult but then again we do have social media and we can um we can release songs by ourselves we can do everything by ourselves and so if you have the grit and the patience and and the determination to go on you can find people all around the world to connect with and who might like yours like your music so that's what I'm trying to do but it takes time and it takes patience and I thought it would happen really quickly like once I release this first song like it's so good like oh my gosh everybody's gonna love it like what (laughs) no it just didn't happen that quickly like yeah thinking like okay fame and people are just gonna you know crash in and everybody wants to wants to have my music on their playlist well yeah 
there are like a million people doing the doing the same thing like millions of people doing the same thing so you have to find your own unique voice and your style and your brand and ah uh, it takes time to to really get a hand handle you know to to understand what you're really tr trying to do and trying to achieve i thought it was just like yeah one song that'll do it and no <laughs> It, it didn't. And it's been a journey finding my voice and what I really want to write about and what's my style. And now I'm like, my style is like this enchanting pop, romantic pop thing. And, and I really love it because it's true to me. But it took, it took me a long time to realize that. And I had already released quite a few songs before I started realizing what my thing is and what differentiates me from everyone else. And of course, I'm still learning it. Definitely. Well, you and your, you and your husband, you must come to Cork um, or to Ireland when everything is, goes normal again. And we'll get- Oh, you absolutely, some, we will. We'll get you some gigs here in Cork. You can sing. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is my dream. <laughs> no, but honestly, I'm not making this up. I'm not, I'm definitely not making this up. <clears throat> I've said for a few years now that I've had this weird obsession with your country that I really, really want to have a concert in Ireland and I'm going to make it happen. Like it's going to happen one day. <laughs> so it this is. is so cool. Like now this is step one in my plan to conquer Ireland. No, just kidding. <laughs> Definitely. Well, look, as long as, it, you know, as long as you spare me, I'm okay. We'll get you some gigs. And uh, we'll, we'll Absolutely. work there. I might come to Finland and do a podcast over there, a live podcast, and we'll start. Oh, that would be that would be amazing. Will we kind of close it off with a few quick fire questions? First off, what is your favorite movie? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Absolutely. Okay. One, like, two, or three. Uh, I don't. I don't have a favorite out of those three because there's something I specifically love about each of them. But the whole thing, I think of, I think of the trilogy as a whole. Like I can't yeah. put them into three different films. Of course, they are three different books and films. But, but yeah, the whole thing is just unbelievable. The world, like I am obsessed, and I have been obsessed for, I don't know how many years. So mm. I'm, I'm, I'm a total geek. Yeah, I, I love them too. They're my favorites. They would be always in my top five, like favorite movies. The three. Absolutely, they will. Yeah. Okay, so what is your favorite TV show? Oh, uh, that's a tough one because I have a few. Yeah, you name all name of one. Them. What's um, your top three? Your top three. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, even top three, that's different. From my childhood uh, until today, I've always loved The X-Files. Okay. Because I love everything like science fiction and fantasy. My dad... When I was a kid, my dad would just give me these science fiction movies from the 90s and, and TV series for me to watch while others were watching Disney. So <laughs> I did watch Disney as well. I love Disney yeah. <laughs> as well. But, but I was like an eight-year-old watching these science fiction stuff. So, so that's how I grew up to be a nerd, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> but I love like I love Friends. For example, Friends is always is always great, um, yeah. classic, and Frasier, and 
Gilmore Girls is really, really like, well, it's, it's kind of like girly, but, but it's still really cool. I've watched a few episodes, yeah. It's, uh, you have? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> the dialogue as well is so well written, so it's just really Yeah, it is. The dialogues, well. they are the best. <laughs> what is your favorite song? Do you have a favorite song? I have a million favorite songs. <laughs> How am I ever going to mention only one? Oh my gosh, it's terrible. That's yeah, it's a bit, that's a tough question. Uh wait a second. I'll think. Like I really love all kinds of music. Like I'm I'm a fan of all kinds of music, but mm. but but like melodic, emotional, beautiful singing, that's always like really good so obviously Celine Dion is a huge like I'm a fan like she's influenced me in many ways I'm yeah. not I'm not where she is like skill wise but but nevertheless a lot of songs by her mm. have stuck with me throughout my childhood and and adulthood so I don't know but one song that's so that's so difficult what about i can't what about a song what's your favorite song of yours what's your favorite okay well that's OM that's song? easier because i haven't released that many yet <laughs> <laughs> um i have two i have two um the the first is um the one i released the first uh, a rose and a bird and the acoustic version in general um specifically i have two versions of it and I, we made we made a music video for for the um, electronic version, but I love the acoustic version the most. It's re really like raw. It has something special in it. I love yeah. it. And um, so a rose and a bird acoustic version. Go check it out. It's on Spotify and everywhere else. The second one is probably Naive Heart, which is a duet with my friend Edukinunen. So we have a music video for that as well. It's a, like a power ballad. I do love the one I released a month ago as well. Copper Ground is really cool. You can go check out my music on Spotify and on YouTube and everywhere else where do you listen music. It will be available or it is, it is available everywhere. So Okay, yeah. so I think, I think that's it. I think um, we've covered a lot of ground there. To be fair, we've covered a lot of stuff. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Genuinely, it's been a pleasure talking to you. It's been a pleasure talking to you so much. Thank you. Oh, that's that's amazing. It, 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 it was totally my pleasure. Like, I love doing this. And so, guys, this is Joe M's uh, most recent song, Copper Ground. Check it out, as we said earlier. Check out all our stuff on YouTube, Instagram, um, I'll be sharing all this stuff all during the week and afterwards because it has been an absolute pleasure and you are going to love this song. So here is Copper Ground. Summer's gone by too fast. My body's pulling down, it's heavier. How long will the season last? When there's no one to make it easier. Velvet green on the background. It's raining colors in the freezing air. I can't believe it's you I found You are so beautiful and oh so rare And now it's like quick, quick gold All dripping slow on the streets you walk on The cold 
Like 